Hello and welcome to the Proxmo Weekly Podcast, your number one source for energy, infrastructure and project finance news, data and analysis. I'm your host for the week, Naomi Wood, reporting to you from London and today is the 25th of October. Starting off this week's headlines in the US, Consolidated Edison Development has closed on an extension of a letter of credit for its 110 megawatt California solar portfolio, CED California Holdings. The projects have been commercially operational since 2013. The $21.1 million seven-year LC is being provided by MUFG and KeyBank. Greenberg Traurig provided borrower counsel, while Sherman and Sterling acted for the banks. Omers has closed on a refinancing for its 1,633-megawatt Midland co-generation project in the US. Closed in late September, the $440 million seven-year deal comprises a $330 million term loan, $37 million revolving credit, and a $43 million letter of credit. Joint lead arrangers are BMP Paribus, CIT, MUFG, and Credit Agricole. The deal redeems Midland's 2013 debt issuance and monetizes PPA with Consumers Energy, which has been extended to May 2030. In Latin America, the city of San Jose is hosting a virtual information event for parties interested in bidding on the Jose Airport Connect project. The project comprises the development of a transit connection between the Manita International Airport and Diridon Station in downtown San Jose and the city of Jose is seeking a venture partner to enter into a free development agreement to develop and deliver the project under a design, build, finance, operate and maintain model. To be held this week on October 27th, the agenda for the meeting includes a project description, procurement objectives and evaluation criteria as well as details on the envisioned P3 delivery model and the award process. Register via the City of San Jose's website. The Inter-American Development Bank has approved a $100 million loan for a program to promote internet access and digitization in Argentina. The operation seeks to improve digital connectivity and infrastructure in remote areas, increase the capacity of the National Data Centre and improve the digital capabilities of citizens in connected areas. The program for the development of the Federal Fibre Optic Network will finance the expansion and equipping of infrastructure to connect 258 localities in remote areas with fibre objects. It will also enhance international connectivity infrastructure to boost digitisation quality, lower prices and provide regional digital integration. The programme will improve service by funding the purchase and updating of storage and information processing equipment at the National Data Centre of the Argentine Satellite Solutions Company. In addition, the loan will finance online training programs for officials and public employees responsible for digital inclusion and training programs with official certifications for citizens in connected areas. Both initiatives will have a gender focus. Now for the top stories in Europe. Transport Infrastructure Ireland is considering the use of PPP concession for the development of the Metrolink Railway from Swords to Clamonts. The private sector partner would be responsible for the project's rolling stock systems and service operations. The project forms part of the Irish government's national development plan and would connect Dublin Airport, Irish Rail, Dart, Dublin Bus and Loas services, carrying 50 million passengers per year. 
CII plans to launch a consultation with developers and lenders next month in order to discuss the structure of the potential PPP concession. The Public Power Corporation PPC, has sold 49% of its stake in the Hellenic Electricity Distribution Network operator Hedno to Macquarie Asset Management. Greek company Hedno is responsible for the operation, maintenance and development of the National Electricity Distribution Network in Greece, which comprises a 242,000 km network of electricity distribution lines, substations and interconnections that serves more than 7.6 million customers. Macquarie Asset Management, which is making the investment on behalf of institutional investors, will enter a partnership with PPC for the long-term ownership and development of the business. PPC will remain the 51% of its stake and the transaction is expected to reach financial close by the first quarter of 2022, following the fulfilment and usual completion conditions. In the Middle East and Africa, Fraser Solar has signed a 40-year contract with the government of Eswatini for a 100 million euro solar and storage project. The 100 megawatt project will supply power to Eswatini and the broader Southern African Development Community region. To be located at the Edwalini power station in Matsva, the project will be developed by Frasium Energy, a subsidiary of Fraser Solar. The Saudi Ministry of Energy has launched a project tender for a dry gas network in the third industrial city in Daman in the eastern province. The concession on offer is a 35-year DBFOM. The project includes a pipeline network from a connection point with Saudi Aramco, which provides dry gas to all factories that need fuel within the region. The license holder must meet 75% of requests in the industrial city within nine months from the date of granting the license. In Asia, Indonesia's PT Power Indo Sipta Energy and China National Chemical Engineering Corporation have signed a memorandum of understanding for a feasibility study on a $560 million coal to methanol plant in Mulabua City, Indonesia. The plant, if it goes ahead, is expected to process 1.1 million tonnes of coal into 600,000 tonnes of methanol per year. In Australia, Pacifico Renewables Yield has signed a right of first offer agreement to acquire a 1 gigawatt pipeline of renewable projects, mainly solar, in Australia. The company's first step towards expanding its business outside of Europe with ACE power development and ACE power operations. Pacifico will be able to place the first bid to acquire projects within the portfolio once they are ready to start construction. ACE Power and Pacifico will structure financing and PPAs for the portfolio of projects, which includes nine PV solar schemes and accompanying battery storage. The first solar plant is expected to be operational by 2024. And those are our top headlines for this week. Don't forget to head over to proximoinfra.com for more news analysis and check out our events coming up in Austin and London this November in person. Thanks for listening.